Oh, Chucky, look at us. Don't you see? We belong dead. Goodbye, darling. I'll see you in hell. Hey there, fiends, and welcome back to That Horror Witch Podcast. This is your host, Christy, and tonight I'm going to be talking about the 1998 love story that is Bride of Chucky. And don't you worry, I'm going to be talking about My Bloody Valentine next week. So, let's jump into it. This one is directed by Ronnie Yu, who also directed Freddy vs. Jason, and funny enough, they get referenced in this movie. There's a lot of shoutouts, easter eggs, two other horror classics, and it's a fun time. Comedy element is elevated, and this was Don Mancini's way of bringing Chucky into the 90s. Of course, he stayed consistent as the creator and writer of the franchise, and so we're basically picking up after part three when Chucky is flung into a giant fan, and shredded to smithereens. And so that starts us off with Tiffany, who was played by Jennifer Tilly, and she has been Chucky's on again, mostly off again, longtime girlfriend. You would know Jennifer Tilly, of course, from the movie Bound, Liar Liar. She's also in the Chucky TV series. She's fucking hilarious, and she plays multiple characters. And then, of course, we also have Chucky himself, Brad Dourif, who is a fantastic character actor, especially with Lord of the Rings, as well as One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is a fucking classic. They're both well-trained actors, and I love that... (laughs) A lot of their scenes together, they do a little bit of improv, which I really appreciate, and it brings more fun to this film, because we're usually used to Chucky, you know, having a few wisecracks here and there, and then it's mostly horror, whereas this is mostly comedy with horror sprinkled in. It's a fun time. And this is one of the movies that actually helped me get over my fear of Chucky, (laughs) Which I'm sure I've said before, it took me a really long time to get over that fear, so this was the one to do it. So Tiffany is on a mission to bring Chucky back to life, and so she enlists the help of Officer Bailey, who steals Chucky's pretty much, I guess, corpse, you would call it, from the evidence locker at the police station. Again, there's a callback to other horror icons like Freddy, you have his glove, you have a hockey mask in there as well. I believe there was a chainsaw too, which might obviously be a callback to Leatherface. So I do like in this movie that these other horror icons also exist. So I really like that. Honestly, I like this one out of Seed, Colt, curse. You know, I do like the other ones in their own ways, but this one is my top favorite, and I think it is because Jennifer Tilly shines the most in this one, and (laughs) I feel like she steals every scene, to be honest, but that's just me. 
So Officer Bailey and Tiffany, I'm pretty positive they're having an affair because it was kind of revealed in Seat of Chucky. So Bailey, he steals Chucky, basically, and Tiffany decides to thank him by slitting his throat with a nail file. She's dressed like a goth version of Marilyn Monroe. She's got like a PVC kind of trench coat looking dress outfit. And then her hair's kind of styled like Marilyn Monroe a little bit. I don't know. That's what it reminded me of. And I love every look in this movie that Jennifer has on. Tiffany's still human. So we have Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie playing as Tiffany is stitching Chucky back together, which is another Frankenstein reference. This whole movie is a reference to, obviously, Bride of Frankenstein. There's callbacks to it, and she's using different doll parts that she has within her trailer. And, of course, there was a lot of people working on the dolls themselves. The puppeteering, there was controls, like remote controls and, like, a a headgear type of contraption to make Chucky's face be more animated and show emotion and everything. It's really fucking cool to see. And there was actually around eight to ten people for the puppeteering of both dolls, which kudos to them because you wouldn't think that it would take that much effort, but apparently as the franchise has gone on, there's been more puppeteering going on, more animatronics. It's just a whole fucking production just for the dolls. So props to them. Of course, we have a human story going on as well, which I don't really care about, but whatever, I've talked about it anyway. So we have Jade played by a teenage Katherine Heigl from Grey's Anatomy and Roswell. And her uncle is played by John Ritter. You would know him from Three's Company, The Problem Child, and the It miniseries. He's a very strict asshole chief of police named Warren. Her friend David is openly gay and he's acting as her prom date because her uncle really does not like her boyfriend Jesse. He thinks he's a piece of shit because he lives in a fucking trailer park, but like, what the fuck? Anyway, so they're basically each other's beards tonight, and so they're going to meet up in secret. They have some melodrama. Again, I don't give a fuck about, I don't care about these characters. I care more about Chucky and Tiffany, and thankfully, Chucky and Tiffany are the main protagonists in this one, and the teens are kind of secondary, so hallelujah for that. And so there's some awkwardness, there's some gay stereotypes, and you know, given that it was the late 90s, still not a great time for Don Mancini to really express himself as authentically as he could, also being a gay man. And of course, the uncle Warren, he doesn't buy it. And so he makes a little phone call to one of his cronies. And so back to Tiffany. So she's in her trailer. She's casting a circle of sorts or a pentacle. And she's got a copy of Voodoo for Dummies. And she's doing, you know, just some light reading on a stormy night, as you do. She's got her candles going for her ritual. She's setting the mood. She places the nail fixed up, stitched up, Chucky in the middle, and she starts doing her chant to Dumbala. Power I beg of you. Hare do a dumbbell. 
though it doesn't happen as quickly as she would have liked and so she calls it a crock of shit which i mean fair enough and so she's even got two place settings at her cute little table she's got a candle lit and everything real romantic she's cooked his favorite meal which is swedish meatballs but they look like regular meatballs but whatever it's fine she's fine anyway so tiffany's pissed off and then her boyfriend damien shows up who is very much a goth wannabe like trying too hard to impress tiffany and she wants someone who's a killer like chucky and so damien is played by alexis arquette and she's also played george in the wedding singer and i remember her being on the reality show the surreal life um i loved her she was hilarious she stole the show in the wedding singer and her character george is iconic and may she rest in peace and like i said so tiffany is not very impressed with damien disappointed in him pretending to kill someone he gives her a polaroid of a supposed murder scene but then quickly tiffany realizes that oh wait it's just damien with makeup on like what the fuck so (laughs) then she realizes that chucky is not in the circle anymore so she makes damien kind of look for him we get a jump scare from tiffany's tarantula named charlotte damien can think about is finally hooking up with tiffany and she's not into it and he thinks he's you know gonna seduce her and everything and then so chucky ends up sitting on the front of tiffany's bed and damien teases chucky and everything and so she then devises a plan to strip tease and puts handcuffs on damien to the bedpost puts chucky on top and says like it's gonna be like a menage a trois and so while she's doing the strip tease she talks about her and chucky's relationship how jealous he was and how he got killed by the cops and put his soul into the body of the doll and then as chucky is on top of damien you know they're saying some dick jokes or whatever and then chucky does a reagan impersonation from the exorcist and spins his head around and then spins his body around and rips damien's lip ring out suffocates him to death with a pillow while cackling that iconic chucky cackle Tiffany may be many things, but you know, the girl's got standards. She doesn't sleep with just anybody. She'll kill anybody, but she only sleeps with those that she loves. So she's been holding out hope, keeping that torch lit for Chucky this entire fucking time, which has apparently been 10 years that she's been waiting for him. He makes a rude ass comment about her weight that he expected her to like let herself go after all this time. But like, really dude, that's not fucking necessary. But you know, I guess because Chucky. So, okay. Back to Jade and Jesse. So Jade's uncle has Officer Needle Nose. Yes, Needle Nose. I think it's Norton or something like that whatever anyway has them follow the three teens and stops them for a breathalyzer test and so jade gets taken home jesse gets threatened blah 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 back to chucky and tiffany so they catch up a little bit and he bursts her bubble she thought this whole time he was planning on proposing to her when he was still alive she found a ring 
that Chucky was planning on pawning off for cash and he laughs in her face about it and she realizes that he'll never change. It upsets her heavily, understandable, and so she decides to lock him up in a playpen that she built. My mother always said love was supposed to set you free. That's not true, Chucky. Been a prisoner of my love for you for a very long time. Now it's payback time. You let me out of here right now! Sweet dreams, asshole. She then cries herself to sleep while listening to a very well done cover by the Kidney Thieves of Patsy Cline's Crazy. I was obsessed with that song, actually. And she's crying herself to sleep next to Damien's dead body. And so I love this dark, humorous moment. There's a lot of them throughout this movie. And it's kind of sad because, well, I mean, mainly for Damien and Tiffany. And Chucky's a dick, so, you know, there's that. So the next day... Jesse, who happens to be Tiffany's neighbor in the trailer park, spots Tiffany hauling this huge and heavy looking trunk. And Jennifer is wearing her own dress and shoes. I forget the designer's name, but I thought that was a nice touch. She's trying to dispose of Damien's body, obviously. So they have a little chat as neighbors do and Tiffany tells Jesse to treat Jade right and then tells him one of her mom's many quotes about love and everything and relationships and they're kind of dated some of them but it's the thought that counts and you know pretty much telling him to do the bare minimum and Tiffany doesn't know what she deserves you know and I like this version of Tiffany better than the Tiffany in the TV series because the TV series Tiffany is kind of a piece of shit, but I digress. Tiffany still has Chucky locked up in the playpen and she mocks him by putting a bride doll in with him with the ring and again, he was an asshole and he has a speaking spell. He spells out bitch and says another word for a woman. Like, this guy's a real charmer, that one. And so Chucky does, I guess, an homage to Psycho with a knife before he goes to kill Tiffany later that night in the bathtub. And so she's watching and crying to the Bride of Frankenstein after she was laughing about a news report about Damien being missing and how, you know, no one's going to figure it out. So Chucky tries to stab her with a knife, but she kicks him away and then he comes back running and pushes the TV into the bathtub. And there's this juxtaposition between the Bride of Frankenstein screaming and Tiffany screaming while being electrocuted to death. And then Chucky takes it upon himself to transfer Tiffany's soul into the bride doll's body as payback and as a way for him to control her and have her dependent on him. And so she tries to find a spell. Once she awakens and everything in the doll body, she tries to find a way to reverse it in her Voodoo for Dummies book. And he tells her that she needs the amulet, the heart of Dimbala. And this is when some of the cannon gets a little muddled but that's okay because apparently the amulet is around his corpse's neck or I guess skeleton's neck in New Jersey and there's no way they can drive a car together and they need a human. Okay but <laughs> obviously in the original movie Child's Play he is not wearing 
an amulet. They superimposed it onto a newspaper clipping that Tiffany has in her home, which is fine. And then, you know, if anyone who's ever seen Seed of Chucky knows that their child, Gigi, Glenda, whatever name you want to choose, I think it's Gigi at this point, find a way to make that work and do in fact drive a car. But anyway, Tiffany makes a phone call to Jesse and tells them that she's got a friend in New Jersey and she'll pay him to drive these two dolls to a cemetery. Jesse sees it as a way to risk it all and ride off to the sunset with Jade and, you know, he agrees to do this for her in exchange for cash so they can start their life together. And so Tiffany gives herself a doll makeover and, you know, why not look her best while in a crappy situation? All well blondies call me plays in the background. And so she does make herself look really cute. I'll give her that. Like, she even goes so far as to put, like, a cute little mole on her face and a Chucky tattoo on her chest that she has as a human as well and dyes the doll's hair blonde with the signature dark roots and she looks so adorable. I love it. And I can't, you know, again, she's adaptable as shit too. <laughs> I give her that. Like, she actually, she, she deals with it better than Chucky ever did. That's for damn sure. He was hellbent since day one to get back into human form and he hasn't fucking succeeded. So there you go. Well, unless you watch O or the other movies. But anyway, so Jesse shows up to Jade's house to whisk her away and he helps her pack when her uncle is away or so they think. And Warren sneaks to Jesse's van and goes to plant some marijuana in his car. And Tiffany tells Chucky to be more creative with his kills instead of going with the old hat, which is a steak knife. And Chucky and Tiffany can't have that. You know, they can't have their plans ruined by this cop. So they make a trap, slings nails into Warren's face, and Chucky states that it looks so familiar. And honestly, after he says that with the nails in Warren's face, it took me fucking years to get that reference that it was to fucking Pinhead. I don't know why I never put two and two together. I don't know how that joke flew over my head for so long, but it really fucking did. And I'm sorry to anyone who cares. So Jade and Jesse, they return to the car and Chucky and Tiffany swiftly clean up the crime scene and hide Warren's body in a little storage compartment under the seat in the van and so Chucky takes the devil's lettuce and again they get pulled over by Officer Needlenose. I think it's Norton or Norman, whatever. So Jade asks him to cut them a break as they're at like this pit stop and he laughs in her face and Jade stupidly threatens him in front of a huge crowd of people and... That was just a dumb fucking move on her part. I know teenagers don't think things through. They just kind of act on impulse on a lot of shit because their brains aren't fully developed. But like, come the fuck on now. A cop? You're really gonna threaten a fucking cop in front of a crowd of people? Like, really? So anyway, he goes to search their van, planted, well, smokable plant, and <laughs> finds them thanks to Chucky tossing it in eyesight. And so this guy, he thinks he's got this in the bag that he's gonna get these, well, Jesse especially, arrested. And Chucky thinks of a plan and stuffs a shirt, I'm guessing Jesse's, into Needlenose's gas tank and sets it ablaze with Tiffany's lighter that she had gifted to Officer Bailey, who she killed earlier. Chucky's army crawling, he decides to flip off a kid just minding his own business, smoking weed in his car, when he says one of the funniest fucking lines I've ever heard in my life. Rude fucking doll. 
car explodes and Jesse and Jade hightail it the fuck out of there because wow they actually do think about shit. There's chaos happening all around them. The dolls are loving every minute of this shit and so of course Jesse and Jade start to suspect each other and they fight in the fucking car. So then their friend David calls to berate them, warn them about the connections between the murders and oh yeah by the way Jade your fucking uncle is missing. And so then these bright teens decide, you know, what better thing to do in this situation than have a shotgun wedding? Why the fuck not? For literally no reason. (laughs) So meanwhile, Chucky and Tiffany have a chat about what they want in life and Chucky apologizes half-assedly and oh but Warren isn't all that dead yet and he tries escapes from the little enclosure that he was in and then Chucky stabs him to death with a knife. You know the old classic and everything and the dum-dums decide to go to a cheesy romance hotel and they still suspect each other while they see news reports. Nosy couple barges into their room with they're just over the fucking top and annoying they're dressed in like lingerie and stuff and they're acting like they want to swing as a distraction to steal jesse's wallet but chucky and tiffany have standards and they don't like that shit one bit so they sneak into the thieving couple's room Tiffany throws a champagne bottle at the ceiling mirror while this couple is mid ridiculous sex scene And so the shattered glass effect is really neat for what it is and it kills the couple and the glass is just flying everywhere and it ruptures their waterbed and this turns Chucky on so much he proposes to Tiffany with a bloody ring from the wife's severed finger and then they have awkward doll sex but thankfully (laughs) it's only their silhouette showing it cracks me up that the sex noises and the dialogue that Chucky and Tiffany say are (laughs) ad-libbed by Brad and Jennifer and I really fucking appreciate it because it really shows their chemistry and you just want to hear more interactions with them sex aside but (laughs) it does crack me up knowing that. So Jade and Jesse call David separately to again accuse each other and it's like come on get it together. Our friend Kathy New Jimmy who is Mary Sanderson plays a maid in this and she finds a dead couple and again Jade and Jesse have to get the fuck out of there and run for the hills and thankfully David catches a ride with them and tries to get them to admit it's all just a big misunderstanding and then he discovers Warren's dead body in the back of the van and he threatens them with a gun and so enough's enough for Tiffany and Chucky and they threaten them all with guns and they throw in some fourth wall shit when Chucky is like oh you know if my life were to be a movie it would take at least four sequels to do it justice and I'm like all right I see what you're doing Don Mancini I see you And so David attempts to flee, but he gets hit by a huge truck and he gets smashed to smithereens. And we see that kind of kill again in the Chucky TV series. Honestly, if you like camp, check out the TV series. I'm telling you, it's good. Chucky and Tiffany hijack the van from Jade and Tiffany and Chucky devise a plan to find a more inconspicuous mode of transport. And not sure if it was both the dolls, but they did end up killing an old couple off screen and take their RV. 
and Tiffany gives Jade a pretty horrendous makeover. I mean, I get which, the look she was going for. She has her own signature look. I get that. It just doesn't look good on Katherine Heigl. I'm sorry. So she makes dinner. She bakes some cookies too. She's doing the whole domestic thing. That's what she likes to do. It makes her happy. So Jesse and Jade make Chucky and Tiffany turn against each other by playing on their insecurities within their relationship. And Tiffany, you know, telling Chucky that Tiffany isn't exactly like a domestic goddess and Chucky is an ungrateful dick. And then they start bickering and there's plates being thrown and that gives Jade enough time to shove Tiffany into the oven a la Hansel and Gretel. And honestly, that was a pretty fucking smart... This is the smartest thing that Jade and Jesse has done in the entire fucking movie. So bravo to them to finally get their shit together. God damn it. So can you tell that I don't like these two at all? It's nothing against Don Mancini. I like the guy, but like, holy shit, these two are fucking insufferable. This pisses Chucky off. And so he decides to... They crash the RV, not too far from the Hackensack Cemetery. Everyone survives the crash because the plot says so. Tiffany attacks Jade. Jesse tries to save her before the RV explodes, but then Chucky takes Jade hostage and Jesse follows with burnt to a crisp Tiffany. He makes Jade crawl into... Chucky makes Jade crawl into his grave after killing the gravedigger. There's this whole investigation going on and they're having Charles Lee Ray's body dug up because they found his DNA evidence. So there's that going on too. So Jade is in the grave for the amulet because Chucky makes her so she gets it. Chucky and Jesse have a standoff for their lady loves, which of course Jesse comforts Jade. And even though they're not any better than friggin' Chucky and Tiffany, Chucky lets Tiffany know that he's fucking disgusted by the way she looks now when all she wants is fucking comfort. But of course not. So. <laughs> Tiffany then stabs Chucky in the back and she tells the teens to get away and then Chucky hits her in the face with a shovel and there's this awesome fight scene between Chucky and Tiffany overhead. I like the choreography of it between the actors playing Chucky and Tiffany and then doing close-up shots of the puppets as well. It's a damn good fight scene considering it wasn't an easy feat for this whole fucking movie with the dolls. And then poor Tiffany gets stabbed in the abdomen by Chucky and thankfully the chief investigator shows up in the nick of time with his gun and witnesses Chucky flipping the fuck out in his own grave because Jesse knocked him in there because fuck that guy. So then Jade takes his gun and shoots Chucky dead and he's not too bothered by it. Jade shoots him dead. Investigator makes a call, clears their names, tells them to head home. So then the investigator finds Tiffany and is freaked out by her, understandably, and we think she's dead. She's not. Gives birth to their baby Gigi, which screeches, and she then dies. For realsies, baby Gigi attacks and we assume kills the investigator. I wanted to do this movie because I was not expecting, uh, with the Instagram live, with Molly from Final Girl Friday. We're 
supposed to be talking about fear, I ended up talking about my personal experience way more. And I guess because I opened the floodgates, I decided to just tell a lot of shit. So I do apologize if you wanted to hear more about the movie. And I mainly was hoping to, you know, help at least one person. And it didn't help that Instagram kind of cut the whole thing up. So then it really made it seem like I was mainly talking about myself. Wasn't my intention, but it is what it is. And so yeah, with Brad and Chucky, I love the 90s cheese about it. I feel like it's the funnest movie out of the whole thing. I, see to Chucky is just way more cringeworthy. It's not bad. I don't think it's bad. It's just this one just, it just holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> and I feel like Tiffany shines in this one. I, I fucking love Jennifer Tilly. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that, you know, we get to hear about Chucky and Tiffany's relationship, how Tiffany has a very skewed view on love, how she thinks that her love is going to make Chucky change. It even, it happens twice, you know, like when he ends up killing her and everything after he laughs in her face about her assuming that he was going to propose. And then again, at the end, you know, she realizes how much how much she's not appreciated in a relationship and that she does want kind of like the fairy tale type of relationship and you know she wants what Jesse and Jade have which to her seems like true love and you know I think everybody wants that and I feel bad for her in this movie I again I don't feel bad for her in the tv show because she's an asshole in the fucking tv show she's a good mother I'll give her that but no (laughs) other than that no (laughs) sadly I couldn't find this movie free anywhere. I own a copy and so you can buy or rent on the usuals, Voodoo, Prime, and the like. So grab a date or hang out by yourself, watch Bride of Chucky, enjoy, and have a good night fiends. Bye!